yes. We're here. <laughs> in the still, middle of a quarantine. Still here. Still happening. Still, uh, as Stephen Sondheim would say, as Carlotta would say, good times and bum times. I've seen them all, my dear. I'm still here. Uh, Plush velvet sometimes, sometimes just pretzels and beer. What but show is this? From Follies. Oh. Stephen Sondheim's Follies. Remember that time I sang that song at karaoke and you, you, it was incredible. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I remember it, you doing I'm a slave for you at karaoke and that was very good. Of course. Do you remember that? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a great performer. Oh. Neither of the songs were in my key. But <laughs> I mean, is yeah. there a key to I'm a slave for you? <laughs> no. Uh, that's true. It's a mostly spoken word. <laughs> Very dulcet tones. Like, that's a great song, though. Yeah. I mean, Who needs a key when you got a great, sexy lady? Yes, and that was, that's Britney Spears. I Since I, I, as I've mentioned on previous podcasts, and I think we all need to remember... I got a new monitor. <laughs> Guys, in case you weren't aware, the new monitor is still here. It is still here. Still here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so in, I wanted to christen it with new videos that I could see on a bigger screen and that would look better. Uh-huh. And I was going through some of Britney's VMAs and I watched that Britney with that snake. I was like, God, what a way to christen your That's new the monitor. Thing. Like, how does one christen a monitor without a Britney Spears VMA performance? It just makes sense. It's you know? beautiful. It's logical. It's beautiful. I'm nothing if not logical. Of course. Oh, sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I'm logic first. Mm-hmm. I lead with logic mm-hmm. and with love. It's time to begin. <laughs> okay. Give me a second. Mm. I forgot to bring my iPod here with the news for idiots. Okay. I'll wait. Most it's fine. Coronavirus. <laughs> Oh. Oh my gosh. Oh. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You ready to give us an intro? Sure. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Two Game Mats podcast. It's Matt Steele. And it's Matt Palmer. And we're still stuck in Matt Palmer's room. I mean, we've not just been in my room. You've been in your room and yeah. in the living and area. The and the kitchen. Yes. And the dining mm-hmm. nook. Yes. And, uh, the back where the dumpsters are to yes. take out the recycling. The bathrooms. The bathrooms. Your closet. I have not been to your bathroom you in a while. I know. I'll, I should visit. It's not as it's good as your while. bathroom. Literally, the reason I didn't want to get this apartment was because your bathroom was so much better than mine. Well, uh, <laughs> as we sit in your ginormous bedroom, I mean, that is literally an apartment in itself. <laughs> I mean, did my room used to be a studio apartment? Yes. But am I still <laughs> mad about the bathroom? Yes. Two things You're can gonna be true. You're going to have to calm it. You're going to have to cool it. The point, but I was telling Matt Steele, I think it's, or I was telling actually Jackson, I think it's good. That we moved before this all happened. Could oh my you imagine God! If, you were if in that we were old stuck apartment, in that tiny apartment, that like living area was just so small. Yes, it, it was cute was, and quaint and everything, but not for a quarantine. Not for a quarantine. You know, I walk by it. Uh, I walk by it occasionally, uh-huh. and it's like ready to be rented out again. Really? Yes. They and the sign is on it. It's like uh, leasing now. I mean, I imagine not exactly today, but like right. relatively soon. It's like leasing now luxury apartments. The, uh, is the outside any different? Or the is outside it? they painted it gray as a opposed to the mint green it once was. It was a gross looking green. It, it was a mint, you remember the zigzag yeah. green top? They got rid of that. Good. They added like a wooden barrier, oh. like so you can't see inside the courtyard. Okay. It's a little more private. I sh- sh- sent you that picture I saw in, up into the window. Um, I was like, it of looks like they, bath- of my bedroom. old bedroom, it looks like they put in an air conditioner I love my it. bed. So I want to see what the insides look I like. I mean, we should go and pretend we're looking for a place. We really, <laughs> just because like, we absolutely we should. should. I just want to see so what they cool. did. Um, let's do it. Do you think? Uh, let's do it. Do you think they gutted it? 
They must I, have. They if must it's going to be I mean, luxury. <laughs> and it's going to be luxury. I'm sure they put in all brand new appliances. Oh, and new floors. Yeah. That's I what that place needed. I'm sure the what floors are hardwood. <gasps> I bet. We're going to go. We're going to go. But I still feel like with the amount of space, there's no, of I course. don't imagine we're going to go and be like, oh, I wish we lived here. Yeah. But I, just, I just want to see. I just want to see. And be like, hello. Hello. hello how is I mean, I, I doubt they'll show us like our apartment. They might show us like another apartment, mm. but you know. It's a similar idea, but we could we could be like we actually are actually, very, very interested, interested in that one. In number that. six, number six, that? six I think. Number six. Top, top right. <laughs> <laughs> we would love that. Oh, so Matt Steele. Yeah, I haven't seen you all week because you've been out and about. Not true. This of is a course. lie. We're just pretending that we're not in quarantine. Um, how was your week? <laughs> My week has been very, 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 very stressful. Yes. Very productive. Yes. But at the end of the day, good. The trailer drops. Yeah. Like, well, not the full trailer, but the teaser trailer. Just the yes. teaser, darling. If you follow us on social media, I'm sure you've seen me retweeting and regramming and Matt Steele tweeting and gramming about, oh my God, are our phones on? <laughs> it's just, I'm getting so many notifications about the teaser. Oh, I really love the teaser so much. Like, beep, 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 teaser. <laughs> so uh, the Devo's teaser is out. It looks beautiful. It's amazing. It was Matt Steele's second cut of a teaser. Yes. <laughs> because he did the first one and and people did not like it. <laughs> I didn't know if I was supposed to say that, <laughs> but he sent it around and got negative reactions. Well, so no, then... the second half of the teaser was always sort of in there. And people okay. were like, that's good. Just the first half. What are you doing? And can I'm I like, watch okay, the fine. original of teaser? Of course you okay, can. You're, we're see. not doing anything. I mean, come on. What else? Who else are you going to show? You're going to watch all incarnations I would love the teaser. to. Uh, yeah. The new teaser is beautiful. It's beautiful. It's so interesting. It's thrilling. And it kind of tells you a little bit about what it's going to be without giving away the farm, of course. I know, guys. we got to keep it vague. we got to keep it intriguing. Yes. So if you're not following at Devo's the movie everywhere, you everywhere. should be. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything. Just and did, did you give a a a, a um, season? We said summer on summer, the podcast. Summer, summer, yeah. Summer, I love it that. It was spring for a second. Oh, but okay. Now it's summer. <laughs> now it's summer. I mean, that's fine. What are you Things are do? moving. Things, Things are pushing. Happen. It's not like you had to move your wedding, which a lot of people have to I do. I know, which my friend Lauren had to do. Did she officially yes, do her it? Her wedding was supposed to be May 2nd. What's it going to be now? Does now it's going to be either August 30-something or... Uh, November? I would push it further. <laughs> I mean, not to judge. I mean, <laughs> I just think for safety reasons, I know my friend in my head, Stassi Schroeder, had to, is, think, is worried about her wedding, and I think it's in October. Okay. So, I, I don't know. I'm sure whatever it is, it'll be better than May, which yeah. May seems I little. told her, I was just like, look, this is, of course, disappointing, but think about it this way. It gives you more time to prep. Exactly. More time to perfect everything. And she's a planner. She's a perfectionist. She'll yes. have more time to make it as you know spotless and flawless as she wants it to be. Yes. So, so it's um, a blessing in disguise. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So it's it's and you know lots of things get pushed back. Great things. Yeah. Devos is pushed back to summer. Yeah. Chromatica is pushed back to yes. Like you know great things that are going to be really successful. That's true. That is true. So <laughs> the, the wedding. wedding will also be just yes. as successful as Devos the movie and Chromatica. <laughs> yes. I don't know how you how do you define the success of a wedding? Um, if the people stay together or if it's like really pretty. Here's that's the thing. It's kind of just like that's the success of a marriage is if they stay mm, but together. But it's about the wedding. Yeah, but like marriage. I mean, I don't know. To me, all weddings are the same. <laughs> like, you should be a wedding planner. Even if there is like something cute and like on like the table, like, yeah. ooh, these centerpieces are really clever. It's just like, are you really gonna remember it? <laughs> Unless it's your wedding. Like, not really. No, it's about the people that are getting married. You're just there to celebrate. Yes. But the people that are getting married are gonna remember it for the rest of their lives. Yes. You know? It's that's beautiful. sort of my always my thing with like weddings and Thanksgiving dinners. Mm, it's like oh everyone's gonna get on. Thanksgiving now. Everyone <laughs> stresses about them. Everyone is always so nervous about them. Oh, it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. Has there really been a 
like a wedding that's like such a disaster. And mm. if it's that much of a disaster, damn, it's memorable. And it's <laughs> exciting. Sure you don't forget. So like no matter what, right. if you love each other, yeah. it's going to go well. It's going to be a good well, wedding. I don't know. And Thanksgiving, no matter what, you get fed, it's going to go well. That's true. How mad can people be? Yeah, exactly. Mm. So how was your week, Matt? My week was very good. Um, if you are a patron, you will see that we have a new um patron-only podcast review of Shania Twain's 1997 classic, Come On Over. And in preparing for that um, review that we were going to do, I, of course, listened to Come On Over a lot, but I also... And I know Matt feels sick of hearing about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was just here two days ago <laughs> sitting to Matt Palmer's You lap. were, but I'm just saying Shania Twain's Up album is 19 tracks of amazing. <laughs> and it's 19 tracks times two since she's doing, of course, different versions. My Pop, God. country, and Eastern, which was unclear what the blue disc really was. Um, but I've been very into Up this week. That's been very nice. I, you know, worked out a couple times this weekend. I hadn't really done it during the week because my, my day job, which I can do from home, luckily, um has been really hectic in the past two weeks. Like during Mm -hmm. this whole time, I've been like very busy during the day completely. And it's like, it might be because you're working from home and my desk is in my bedroom. And so it's like the place I live is the place where I work. So I'm like, Oh, I can just keep going. I can do more. I can like test this thing. And it's like, no, you've got to separate. So my, my goal for the rest of this work from home period is try to end at six, like do what you need to do. Work hard the other day, but like six o'clock is the ending time. That's when you clock out. Let's stop. You know, I am not good at that. You know, I was up editing that teaser trailer until seven o'clock in the morning. But it's (laughs) different when it's like, Oh, this is my thing. This is my baby on that work as hard as you want. But it's like, you were at the restaurant and they were like, could you stay an extra like two hours and like do some extra cleaning? You'd be <laughs> extra like, cleaning? No. <laughs> but like if someone was like, hey, this person's like running an hour late. Can you like cover for them? Like, right. I'll do it. Yeah. You know, um, there are some people, though, who work there who are just like who just are there all who the just time. love being there. And I'm just like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like you just I feel like you've just got to separate your work life from your life life. And I feel like Devo's falls into the more of the life life. Oh, yes, <laughs> like absolutely. it's sure it's like officially work and your you know, job and away. But it's like, this is it's yeah. like your baby's your job. You yeah. know, because like, I'm not yeah. making money off of this yet. Not yet. Yeah, darling. But yes. when when it's time to pre-order, I yes. all of you know. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So um, that was a, a large part of the week is just a lot of working. And then today, I didn't tell you a horrible thing happened. What? I was working out in my bedroom. I have these. That's res- horrible. I know. That should be the horrible thing that happened. But I uh, have these resistance bands and I was doing different things you can do. Like you can do like you can put your feet on the resistance band and have them do like bicep curls and stuff. And so I did one that was supposed to be like a chest something where you put it like basically in the door and then you like push your arms together. Did you smack yourself in the face? I have a giant welt completely across my back because one of those motherfuckers attacked me. And it's like, this is bullshit. (laughs) I am trying to be safe and healthy (laughs) and stay at home like people tell us to do, like the governor has told us to do, and I'm getting slapped across the back by a resistance ban? Absolutely not. Tangent time. (laughs) What's the tangent? Do you have a tangent? I do. Okay, what is that? Well, are you finished your story? I mean, the story is, I mean, I'm still furious, so I have more fury to express, (laughs) but please, I would love your tangent. Uh, So one time I was in a production of Bye Bye Birdie in college, and I was in, you know, the teenage ensemble, and we were all practicing uh, the telephone hour, you know, Mm. the greatest number of all time. And so uh, the way our telephone hour worked was we, there were two, like, 
to receivers, I guess yeah. the, the headpieces on the telephone yeah. on resistance bands, like athletic re- resistance bands. Yes. And like, we were each connected to a person and we like, we're dancing around and we're all getting like tangled up with each other and right. everything. And like, it was a very cute concept. So we were trying to figure, the choreographer was trying to figure out like an ending pose mm. to have and everything. And one of the girls <laughs> was like, Oh, well one of my ending poses could be something like this. And she took the um, elastic band by her foot and like lifted her leg up in the air and then the band slipped off of her toe and smacked her in the face. No! <laughs> and it was like extended as far as her leg. So it was a smack in the face. And her eye no. was just bloodshot for no. a week. Like, I, like everyone felt so bad. Her, oh. name was, her name was Hannah and she was a year younger than me. Oh, and Hannah. Oh. The microphone just fell. Oh, gosh. Um, and so... And so I felt so bad. She was like crying and everything. Oh, well, she nailed it though. Good for her. She sprung back. Well, the point performance. The point is, these resistance bands, since we're all using them because we're trying to work out at home, are not safe. Watch out. No. Ever since that moment, I whenever I see someone working out with a resistance band, I'm just like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget Hannah. I mean, there are certain things I feel comfortable doing. That one chest move with the the thing in the door, I'm not doing it again. If I have to involve the door, we're gonna use a a lighter band. Okay. (laughs) And we're going to. Just I, I also was using two bands at the time. It was a whole thing. But oh, sure. <laughs> I know. Moving on up. Got, I've got to. I've got to do it. Um. So I guess uh, since again we've just been in our homes for the past week, there's not too much to report. But should we just jump into news for idiots. Let's jump into news for idiots. I feel like the world of you know celebrity gossip is similar in the um you know there's not too much to report. But luckily, two incredible divas mm-hmm. had well one had a birthday and one had an anniversary of their twelfth birthday. Okay. <laughs> so as we all know. If you've listened to this podcast, I hope you know this, that Mariah Carey had an anniversary of her 12th birthday, and uh, it was on the 27th, March 27th, Mariah Carey um, just wanted to celebrate 327, which was her holiday, the anniversary of her 12th birthday. She doesn't acknowledge birthdays Also the day the Devo's teaser dropped? Yes, Yes. and that's the thing. All good things happen on 327. So... You know, she celebrated by, uh, she posted a picture saying started 327 with a new song. Britney Spears posted about it and was like, oh, Mariah, I hear it's your birthday. That's so amazing. I've been listening to Butterfly and it still sounds as amazing as it ever did. 20 years later, posted a great picture of the two of them together. And Mariah responded on Instagram and Twitter being like, oh, my God, Britney, that's so sweet. I love it when they chat. I love when they (laughs) chat. And then she was like, "Uh, I, you know. I'm going to listen to Stronger to help me get to the day, which is like lie, but like whatever. <laughs> she's, probably, she's probably just like, oh, what should I say? Yeah, like, does she have a song? <laughs> does she have a song that maybe could work for this? <laughs> and, and, and her gay assistant was probably like Stronger. There's a song called yeah, Stronger. Yeah, people she's love like, Stronger. Oh, I love that. Yes. Love, yes, yes. Because yes. I'm also stronger than yesterday. Um, <laughs> and I think also Barbara Streisand wished her happy birthday. And then Mariah was very over the moon about that. And because, you know, Mariah, Mariah respects her, her authors, course, the ladies yeah. who came before. And so I, that was just a big day. She had a little Instagram live that was like a lot of the kids running towards the camera <laughs> and like it was like her and this DJ DJ Sus one and he was playing a lot of Mariah music but couldn't really hear what she was saying so she'd be like ooh the lambs want to hear the roof and he'd be like next up Heartbreaker and it was like we know Heartbreaker yeah. if we're watching the live you want to see the deep cuts give us slipping away or give us nothing um but it's just it was a nice time to celebrate it was a great time to celebrate the queen of music happy so. anniversary Mariah happy and anniversary. happy anniversary of when we saw her uh on American Idol 
Oh, was that her birthday? That was near. That was probably oh, like a day after her, her I, anniversary. Anniv- excuse me. Because <laughs> uh, I think I did bring a sign as a happy a, anniversary. You brought a sign and a yes, CD. I did. Yes, bitch. <laughs> yes, I of fucking did. a song did. that you wrote for her. I did. And then a crazy security guard lady came I up to know. us and was like, young man. Did, Did you, you leave that CD thinking you would be discovered? I was and, like, well, and, I left it for Mariah Carey. And, and he was like, I left it for Mariah. And, walk, and walked away. And I was like, absolutely. Like, I, what do you want me to say back to that, bitch? Like, <laughs> give this to Mariah, ma'am. Thank you. I love um, it. All right. So as Matt Steele mentioned, the other birthday girl over the weekend, Lady Gaga, she had a birthday on the 28th, the day after Mariah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, she also announced a few days earlier that Chromatica is being delayed. And she was sad about it because she had a few plans. Like she was going to have a surprise set at Coachella. Oh, but, you know, like she had a, that that's the thing. So cool. with a Lady Gaga release, you know, they had all of this stuff lined up. Oh, and no. it's like, you know, we got to change our change our plans. Um, but she she has a, a nice little uh, note that she posted on her Instagram, encouraging us all to uh, stay safe and practice social distancing and that Chromatica will come after this disaster and, you know, heartache is over and, you know, it's going to happen. It's going to come out in 2020, but it's not going to happen right now. So that's a little disappointing because yeah. we were all ready to dance. You know, I feel like uh, Stupid Love was a nice little preview, but if she has another single she could throw at us, that would be lovely. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if anybody uh, has Lady Gaga's phone number, but if you could text her that like the gays need a new single, (laughs) that would be super helpful for me. Um, Okay, what else? So uh, Taylor Swift and I think Britney Spears was doing this as well, but Taylor Swift has donated to several Swifties that are dealing with uh, coronavirus and, you know, some maybe their parents or they are out of the job for however long and she's. Like donated three thousand dollars to several fans, like three thousand dollars each oh, to several Taylor. different fans, and so it's like, yes, Tay. So she's, you know, Taylor, I'm feeling a little sick. Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to get on Instagram and get on a become a Tumblr that she follows because I feel like that's how she gets all of her fan fan interaction is via Tumblr. So Tumblr, I feel like she she loves Tumblr. She's always like Tumblr things. still exists. It does. I feel like it's gone down in popularity after they took the porn off. <laughs> I still do not understand what Tumblr is. Tumblr's confusing. Tumblr yeah. was the first like social media app that I was like, you know, I'm too old. Yeah, I just like, don't, I don't know what this. this is. I don't get it. TikTok is right there. I have it. I like downloaded the TikTok app and I've looked at people's TikToks. And, like, and I was like, oh. this is cute. Like, but like, what? I mean, you want me to learn a dance? <laughs> post it on the internet? Yeah. Like, no thanks. Know. I'm yeah. all set. Yeah. Um, but I mean, how else was I going to see Hannah Brown and Tyler Cameron from The Bachelor? You know, quarantining. How are you going to watch TikTok? their dance? If there's, I just, I'm going to sound like a bitter bitch. Oh, here we go. If there's one thing I have no interest in seeing, it's anyone dance. I mean. <laughs> like, unless you are like dancing at like a performance level, yeah. like Beyonce on a stage. Yeah. I don't want to see your silly dance. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't. I mean, if it's cute or really good, like, yeah, I'm not going to like spend my time looking for people dancing but if it comes across my feed and someone's dancing and dancing I'm like yeah that's great it's kind of crazy because my giving you moment this week yeah. was inspired by a dance video <laughs> <laughs> but you hate them I know huh yeah interesting but- you have many layers Matt Steele I do <laughs> you're like an onion <laughs> Um, and also this weekend, uh, oops, it is again, the Britney Spears classic song and music video turned 20 years old which Ooh. is like oof <laughs> Man, <laughs> man, everything that is turning 20. I is know just, it's, and it's just going to get worse and worse. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it's just like, oh yes. I remember the first time I heard that song and I was like, why would you use the word oops in a song? I hate it. You didn't <laughs> like it. I, didn't, I was mad. Wow. Cause I just thought it was very much like, um, you know, I'm going to get you good. Like the Shania Twain titles where you're like, 
oops in a title. Like I can't <laughs> wrap my head around this. And like, then she I, released it and you were like, oh. No, she put the song out and I still didn't love it. Really? It took me a couple of weeks. That was a song, I guess a song I was wrong about initially. I was like, it's no baby one more time. Which I mean, I guess it isn't a baby one more time, but it's excellent. Nothing, Nothing is. Well, you didn't like Slave for You when it first when you first heard. I it. know. I guess a lot of Britney first singles I had to listen to several times to get super into. One day you'll really like me against the music. I don't foresee that. <laughs> I think that has, you know, that ship has sailed. Even though I did listen to the original version without Madonna on it recently when she goes, M-A-G-N-E-T, man. It's crazy. I, <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. It was a thing. It. Yeah. And then Madonna just got thrown on it. And I don't know. Did she make it better? It was just, I guess it was just cool to have like a Madonna feature on a Britney song at the time. So like, yeah. how mad can we be? But like. Well, it was exciting because it was like Madonna is the queen of pop. Right. And now here she is sort of like christening like the new queen of pop. Right. You know, I'm just trying to think of like what else could have been the first single from that album. And I don't know. I mean, Toxic, of course, is a giant hit. But I think that being the second single made more sense. Yeah, I would say so. Um, Maybe Showdown. I always really like Showdown. Showdown is. <sighs> I, mean, Showdown I can't is believe that wasn't incredible. a single. Showdown's excellent. What a great. Not a first single, though. I, I could, I, I, you know, but maybe it could be like, you know, a That's the Way Love Goes ask. Like, let's slink through the door. Uh, Showdown. And then give them a toxic. Oh my god! Oh, why wasn't I the A and R of Jive Records in the year two thousand? It would just be. I would just. One, if I, two, I would be the worst A and R person. I would just <laughs> be releasing nothing but showdowns. I know showdowns and from Mariah, nothing but camouflages. Hey, oh my god! Well, I was like, that wouldn't have been a bad choice. But then camouflages, like, oh yes, you would be. <laughs> um, she, Brittany. Also, there's a lot of Brittany Instagram posts, but she also um, Instagram that she was the fastest human alive. She said that she ran a hundred meters in five seconds, which is faster than Usain Bolt. And then she deleted the Instagram. So. Uh, it's just because people can handle the truth. That's the thing. People can't handle that she's a multi-talented speedster. So. She is She is Speedy Gonzalez. She is, she she is. is her. <laughs> she is her. And uh, this is us. Had its finale this week. Oh, you were amazing. very disappointed by it. I mean, I just, at that I, was, I had emotional reactions. I just feel there was a huge fight between Kevin, who is the actor, and Sterling K. Brown's character, Randall. And essentially, Mandy Moore has Alzheimer's. And there's a chemical trial that Randall is guilty here into. I also feel like, which I feel like I said last week or a week recently, every year they try to make Randall less likable. And it's mm-hmm. like, can't we just remember that Randall's amazing? But no, it's just, it's hard when Randall and Justin Hartley are fighting. It's like, am I rooting for Justin Hartley? I'm rooting for Kevin, that dumb actor man <laughs> whose problems are so like, oh, I don't know which like hot girl to sleep with. And well, it's like, I feel uh, like that's what happens on every like series when it lasts a couple seasons. Like yeah. the protagonist who you're supposed to be rooting for suddenly is like, you don't like him anymore. It's kind of like Emma on Degrassi. It's like all of a sudden, like you just hated Emma and you were just like, what? Did Emma it. shoot Drake? No. Oh. Okay. Rick shot Drake. <laughs> You're right. But that, before that, um, Rick uh, paralyzed or uh, put Terry in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what a show. I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the finale, it, we did a little jump forward. It seems like Randall and uh, Kevin patch things up eventually because, you know, we're seeing the fast forwards to Mandy on the deathbed. But uh, next season, Mandy Moore is going to go to St. Louis and do this chemical trial without any of her family around her. And that's going to be very sad to see. I don't know. I just, I, mean, I, I I love the show. We all know I love the show, but I just, can we not just make, can we not make Randall great? Like, can't we just let him be an amazing character and like, let me love him, please? But the reason why he's an amazing character is because he's three dimensional. I know. That's what makes but, an amazing character. But why can't he like, at it, I just feel like at the, he's done so many bad things recently that you're like, at his core, is he a good person? Like the whole mm-hmm. thing was, he's a good person that like, it's a lot very fast yes because like it i felt like it started last year when he was kind of being mean to beth and like ignoring her dreams his wife Mm -hmm. uh and like running for office in philadelphia or whatever and now with this kevin mandy moore stuff it's like randall 
really, I mean, he's a, he is in therapy, and so hopefully he'll get himself together, and by the end we'll be rooting for Randall again. But, you know, I'm invested, and I can't have this kind of thing. You know, I mean, uh, at the end of the day, how concerned are you? Very not a real person. Very. okay. if you're concerned about like the Big Brother Canada contestants. Look, look, Big Brother's live and they're real people. So I'm concerned about Nicole's future. (laughs) Are you? Yes. Well, the thing is, I feel like you don't talk about the Big Brother people after they're out of that house. You don't care what happens to them after that house. Uh, I mean, (laughs) they're all fine. They're all going to be fine. But I care about like who wins as the season's going. I've been thinking of just like. Binging all old seasons of Big Brother. You might as well. Yeah. Yeah. Give yourself a rest, a rest. But if you think your your quarantine's about to be less stressful now that the teaser's out. Yeah. Now I can finally start like watching more stuff. Because yeah. the first couple weeks of quarantine, I was just like, well, first two weeks, yeah. it's only been two weeks. I've just been working on this teaser and I, I've just been like, no, I feel productive. I feel good. Even though I'm, my sleep is very irregular. Mm. <laughs> like I feel like great like I'm doing something but now I know I'm gonna be like what am I doing <laughs> well good yeah watch some old stuff give yourself a relaxing moment okay I served it um and also so we have new neighbors what uh Prince Harry and Meghan Markle oh that's right have they're moving moved to I our town that. yeah yes. they're coming to LA but it's also like should you be traveling yeah why are we moving here now <laughs> I don't know I'd like um, be sticking well, in that castle until for a while they well they've already well they were already settled in Canada I think when corona started but then now it seems like they're now settled in L.A. And I'm like, when did that move happen? Maybe it happened weeks ago and we just were not made privy to it mm. until recently. But I like the idea of like maybe we'll see Prince Harry and Meghan Markle around. They seem cool. Do you think they chose the West Side? I hope so. I feel like they could. They're young. They're professional. Yeah. And I mean, Brentwood's right there. Brentwood there are lots is of, right there. Oh, you know we love Brentwood. We, Matt Steele loves Brentwood. I love Brentwood. And there are giant houses for them to, you know, spread out in. So yeah. the two of them and they have a child, right? Baby? Yeah. 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 Archie? Yeah. (laughs) Did I make that name up? I don't remember. I feel like Archie (laughs) Archie sounds right. right. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to ask Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if you're out there and you follow the royals more closely than us, which is Lauren, not, my friend Lauren, whose wedding was postponed, she really uh, follows. We'll the ask royals, about Archie, so. see yeah. if Archie's in LA now. And so we'll keep an eye out for hours. You've seen Blue Ivy, so maybe you'll see Archie too. Maybe you just have a thing with celebrity babies. I really they do. They just come to you. They just come to me wow. to, at the, the noodle places. Exactly. The celebrity babies just can't stay away from the noodle places. Um, also, okay, what do you, do you know? Did you, well, uh, just if we haven't heard, Famed playwright Terrence McNally mm-hmm. passed away. Yes. Due to COVID 19 related illnesses, which yes. is just horrible, horrifying. Do yeah. you know a lot of his plays? Do you know his work? Terrence McNally wrote Ragtime. Oh. Terrence McNally wrote the book to Ragtime, oh, darling. I didn't know he wrote that. the uh, play Love, Valor, Compassion. He mm. wrote the book to Kiss of the Spider Woman. He's a four time Tony Award winner. Total, complete legend. Amazing, amazing, amazing playwright. He, and it's like so sad. This whole thing was so sad. Not Well, I mean, here's the thing he was in his 80s, yeah. I believe. So, you know, obviously, like, did not die very young. Um, but I think beforehand was like very healthy and everything. That's so horrible. it was like a very sudden thing. Um, but the very, very sad thing is because he's his legacy is that he started writing about the everyday lives of gay men right. like before anyone else really was. So like, and the, and the idea of the HIV and when that was all happening mm. is so prominent in his plays. And he writes about how, like, you know, surviving that and everything. And, yeah. and when he now dies of another pandemic yeah. that the government ignored for too yes. long, you know? Oof. So that's like the sad thing about it. That is awful. And I, 
this was one of my giving me moments this week, so I'll mm. talk about it right now. Okay. Um, so he wrote the play Masterclass, which was a play mm. in 1996, and it's about the opera singer Maria Callas, and okay. it's basically her on the stage and a piano player, and she's giving a master, a singing masterclass okay. to the audience. Okay. And three singers come on, and she like gives them a masterclass on how to sing and everything. Audrey McDonald won her second Tony Award for it. And was uh, she the lead? I role. assume. No, she was. One she was singers. not Maria Callas. She was one of the singers. Okay. This is when she was. Um, very young still and uh, she and the role was originated by Zoe Caldwell who actually died last month how did um, so cold die? Old age. Oh, she old was age. she was like ninety. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay. And so, um, and it's like a legendary performance. Zoe Caldwell won a couple Tony Awards, and one of her Tony Award wins was for Masterclass. So I online there's like a forty five minute clip of B roll footage of Masterclass mm-hmm. and Zoe Caldwell's performance. Yeah. And I watched the whole thing. Oh my god. And just like just fucking watch it because it's literally just this old woman playing this old opera singer just mm. being a bitch, <laughs> like just just being the shadiest, like but just most powerful like presence you could possibly imagine while doing so little but doing so much right like it's they really i just want to talk about how they just like don't make actors like that anymore Mm. like just with that sort of like presence and effortlessness and you're just like god damn the power she has and just the writing is so good so yeah it's it's very sad it's terrible you know that that Terrence McNally's no longer with us because right. he was still writing. Yeah. So I he the first my friend Roe who was is in the Diana musical mm-hmm. the first show like professionally that I've seen in him that I saw him in was a show in DC that Terrence McNally wrote called Golden Age. Oh yeah. And he was in that show and that that's the only that's the only reason I really knew his name because I was like oh Roe was in one of his plays. Mm-hmm. And but it's just it's just crazy because it seems like that was you know that was ten years ago so I assume he's still been working since then. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I don't know it's just awful and. It's just, it makes you so angry when you see people like this, like people that have had such an impact on the world pass away with complications from this disease. And then you hear about like, oh, there was a church service in Florida this morning that oh my was God, completely I saw packed. That. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, are we not all taking this seriously? I know, because here I am sitting in my apartment, like right. just being like, la, 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 like this is going well. Like everyone's doing this. Yes. And- like I'm, we're all just trying to do our part to stay healthy and keep everyone else healthy. Try to just go to the grocery store once a week and stay in and all of this stuff. And it's like, can everyone not do that? Like, is that so much to ask? Really? Yeah. I feel like it's not. It's like, we're just being asked to stay home. And I realize it affects people in larger ways, especially people that their employment's been interrupted. Like I get that, but Please, please just stay home. It's yeah. not the biggest ask. Yeah. I was talking to my friend Victoria yesterday on Zoom mm. and she works for uh, Broadway Producers uh-huh. and uh, she's one of the producers who was involved in the Carolina Change revival mm. and the day that Broadway shut down was the day Carolina Change was supposed to have its first invited, like its first invited dress before preview started. Right. And so when that was canceled, everyone was really upset and Victoria was like, okay, well I'm going to go home because they're telling everyone to go home. But all the producers... <laughs> went to Sardi's that night to like commiserate mm. and a bunch of other producers were there like commiserating and everything because Sardi's is where like you know producers go okay is that a bar is this a restaurant yeah it's a famous bar in the theater district okay. where the producers and actors go um to like be it's like a thing right um and so apparently they all went there and a bunch of like Broadway producers like got it from no that yeah yeah God. and I mean I, not that it's any better but like I guess that was early on and people yeah. didn't recognize the severity of it but like by now 
Come on, this is everyday national news, the only story. The reason we're talking about, you know, Meghan Markle moving to L.A. is because there's nothing else (laughs) happening except COVID. It's the only thing that people want to discuss. So just do your part for the greater good of the country and the world. Like, I don't know. I know, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. For news for idiots, are we also talking about the NYU, Dean? Oh, my God. That... That's a news. That's some news that's, for idiots. <laughs> Please explain it because I couldn't even bring myself to watch the. Video. Okay, so Matt Palmer and I went to NYU back Tish in the day. School of the Arts. Tish school of the Arts back in the day. Um, and back then we had a dean named Mary Schmidt Campbell. Wait, was she the dean when we were there? Mary, no, 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 no. Oh. This is another dean. Okay. Mary Schmidt Campbell retired. I think. Got it. Okay. Uh, Mary Schmidt Campbell was cool. Never met her. I'm I sure she was no cool. memory of the, her. Be, the best thing about NYU is that there is no school pride <laughs> whatsoever. There is no sense of community no. at all. Like Mm-mm. if you were to ask me, like as if when I was a senior, like who's the president of NYU? I'd be like, girl, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Like I don't no know who's idea. who. Like no one. I don't even know who's like next to me in class. NYU is literally you're going to class in New York and you just live in New York. Yeah, you just live in New York and you go to this thing. You don't talk to anyone. No. Why would like, you? Yeah. I just hung out with the musical theater kids. Yep. Um, so I didn't go to any athletic events, nothing. So the, I think a couple of years ago, Tish got a new Dean. And so, because you know, classes have become online classes, right. uh, kids were emailing the Dean of, of, I guess all the various different schools saying like, Hey, our tuition needs to be lowered because we did not sign up for virtual classes, exactly. especially in Tish where it's a BFA yeah. and like the classes are literally dancing and singing and acting where you literally have to be there. Yes. Like I have no idea how they're doing it. Um, so they're spending 58 grand a year. Is that how much it is That's now? That's how much it is now, yeah. And so 58 grand a year for virtual classes where they're not getting the type of education they signed up for? Absolutely not. That yeah, number no. needs to go down. Absolutely. And I don't think it's like the dean's... I don't know who chooses like yeah, no, I, yes. but obviously of course if you have a problem you go to the dean yes. their, that's their job to be the voice so the dean in a response email saying that tuition would not be lowered sent a video of herself dancing to losing my religion Jesus <laughs> just like a silly video to sort of say like don't worry cheer up <laughs> be silly no. have fun in your apartments or wherever you are your dorms are the dorms closed I don't even know oh my god like and everyone's just like are you serious like, like how this is tone deaf us? are you yeah like if there's nothing that can be done about tuition then like you know i guess there's a way to say that but like by sending a silly dancing video like no no like, you're not taking our our complaint our very valid complaint seriously you're making light of it like you just like look like a fool it's like we've come to you with something that's very valid it's like how are mm-hmm. we supposed to do this and this is your response losing yeah. my religion dancing man especially cause like we're paying your salary yes like yes oof, no man could you imagine being there now getting that email oh my god I'd be through the roof. Oh my god! <laughs> like insane. how fucking dare I you? I can't imagine being like in college now. Like, I know, a student now. I mean, I assume if you're in college, you're back at home with your parents. Right? Yeah, but no, it would be crazy. That's nuts. Oh, God. Well, there we go. Some <laughs> COVID news for idiots. We're gonna take a quick break and be back with more Two Game Mats podcast. So, Matt Steele. Yes. What are the emails? The emails? We have not gotten any yes. this week, but that's okay. I'm sure everyone is busy, you know, 
Laying low. Yes, laying <laughs> low, just trying to keep their head above water. This so is we, not a week to be emailing, I think. Hey, but if you feel the need, if you need it to let off some steam, get things off your chest, feel free to send us an email at twogaymats at gmail.com. Ooh, or if anyone has like watched anything new and like recommends it. Ooh, I would like that. Watch, everyone's watching a Tiger King or whatever. I, yes, and I heard about it and I don't know if I can get through it because I feel like there's animal cruelty in it. Like I feel like mm. you see some stuff and I don't know if I want to see like dead tigers and stuff. Yeah. I don't know if you see like dead tiger. Do you? Oh, do you? I think, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know, but from what I've heard, I, I, I've I, been doing a lot of the Netflix reality as it's become popular and Tiger King, I think it's where I'm drawing the line. Okay. <laughs> but if you get a chance to watch it, tell me how you feel about it because you know I... I need something after love is blind. It's not something that I, that strikes my fans. Mm. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm still one episode away from the end of Hillary. So I know I was listening. You were listening to episode three last night and I was, I was listening to the whole thing through my bedroom. And I was like, no, keep working. Keep awful. Yeah. It's it's very sad. Yeah. Oh, wait till episode four. I was going to say, does it get worse or get better? It gets, I mean, I mean, I know how it goes. I know what happens. The thing is, we're all, we're all, I'm just delaying the inevitable by not sitting down and watching them all at once. But that beginning section of like episode three, where like she like gets the nomination and everything, you're just like, oh, I'm so sad. (laughs) Yeah, because you just know where it's going. And then all of the talk about, Monica Lewinsky. I know. And Bill's whole like monologue. I didn't know that Bill made that weird public address. There were weird public addresses in America Mm -hmm. around the time. That was around the time when Michael Jackson went on TV and was like, I have never touched anyone. And like, I was. Wait, you didn't know he made the public address of I did not have sexual. No, I knew that. I didn't know he made the public address of like, I just told the truth. Oh, you didn't. I didn't. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. So I was like, this is so weird. Oh, yeah. Is this this would never happen today it's just is the strangest like the whole like i'm going to publicly one-on-one in a camera like apologize well, because that was the only way for people to get that information yeah, like, there was no so. social media or anything so it just like, in yes. order for the truth to come out you had to like make a statement did you ever see that michael jackson one where he's like i've been investigated and they've taken pictures of me it, of, of my of buttocks my tentacle, of my testicles, the things attached like, to his testicles oh, why, am, why like, do i know this no like that's a really upsetting yes. interview i mean yeah yeah so that was how i felt watching that whole thing and like uh, just the, and you saw the pictures of him with Monica. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, my skin is crawling. Yeah. yeah. It's a rough time. It was a rough it's a, time. It's, it's just, a rough world out I there. I know it's going to get tougher. I just like, please, everyone, just vote in November for whoever the Democratic nominee is, which is Joe Biden. It's <laughs> but Joe Biden. Just vote for them. Just Do not them. vote for third party. Do not write in uh, Bernie Sanders. We realize uh, none of our favorites got the nomination. Elizabeth Warren didn't. And that's how it works. And that's how it works. That's how it happens. And that's okay. And I just need, and I feel like we all know this. I feel like we're all friends here. Please. I just can't, like, the way that Trump is dealing with all this coronavirus shit. Did you see his tweet today? Yes. Oh my God. About how this got bigger ratings than the Bachelor finale. It's like, this is who y'all elected. This is the president of the United States. This is the president of, this is who represents us to the rest of the fucking world. And you look at those graphs of like, oh, this is how every country has reacted to the coronavirus since like 100 people have been infected and America's is the steepest curve. Yeah. And it's like the the fact that people could even conceivably say that he's dealt with this well or is doing a good job is just 
baffling to me. It's nuts. Like I can't accept it. And so everyone, and this is what you're going to get if you don't email us. It's just us begging <laughs> you to go fucking vote for whoever. Things is, get serious. Okay, they you do. Really don't email us about Britney Spears. And okay? so I just need us all to vote for Joe Biden or whoever the Democratic nominee is, but Joe Biden. Yes. <laughs> and just please, I realize he's not your first choice. I realize he's old and like sometimes you talk and you're like, what did you say? <laughs> and I get it. I get that. But he like, is, he's a guy who knows what he's doing. And he's very empathetic. He He's going to have a great yes. female running mate. Yes. And he's not our current administration. Yes. Like and he, he knows how to get people to work together. Yes. And don't say lesser of two evils to me. There's one evil and one old man whose mind may be going, <laughs> but has a good heart in there. So, Yes, he's done shitty things. He's made mistakes. That Anita Hill thing was fucked up, of course. But guys, we have to be on the same page here. I can't. We. I can't do this again. I no. can't do this again. No. None of us. Another can. four years of this. We won't. Absolutely we won't. Not. We won't. We won't make survive. it out. No. <laughs> like I will no go way. insane. Yes. No. That'll be it. And I. I don't want to. And then it. our podcast will be very, very angry. Exactly. <laughs> and, you want our podcast to be podcast. this for an hour every week? You don't oh want God. that. I mean, I just. I hate myself just listening to myself. I mean, I. I love myself so. Much. Okay. Demi Lovato taught me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we can move on. But please, November is coming sooner than we think. Don't let anyone think that what's happening now is acceptable. Uh, please. Please, fly ask. It's just please. Please. So Matt Steele. Yes. <laughs> I know to this week's been an, an, an indoor week for all of us. Yes. But I'm sure something has given you moments, given you life, gotten you through the corona of it all. Mm-hmm. So what has been giving you moments, darling? So I told you that um, I giving me moments started by a dance video. Of course. It started by a dance video of the legendary God warrior herself, Marguerite Perrin. <laughs> what? Dancing in her living room. She has a dance video? I've yes, not seen Yes, she has a dance video that's being retweeted all over the Twitter sphere. Mm. And uh, if you don't know who Marguerite Perrin is, she was on one of the greatest episodes of television you'll oh, ever see. Come on. I assume we all have seen the God of Warrior episode of God, Life Swap. No, of Trading Spouses. Uh, oh, Potato Potato. But I didn't realize Potato that. Potato, but like. Training spouse. Wife swap was a slightly cheaper version. <laughs> and training spouses was first. Wife swap, I think, is still on. Wife swap. No, they, they rebooted it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, training spouses was a, you know a show where uh, a family traded the mom, the matriarchal figure, for mm. like a week or yeah. so, um, and then each family got fifty thousand dollars in the end. Um, Wait, that, what? Yeah. That. That's, really? That's why she went on Trading Spouses was because what happens is the mom of the other family decides how the uh, the one other family that took her in yeah. for a week gets to spend the money. Oh. And so Mar- Marguerite in interviews, she said that um, she went on the signed up to do the show because she found out that you got fifty thousand yeah. dollars, and she hoped that like she would alle- the whoever the other woman was would yeah. allocate towards a gastric bypass surgery that she wanted to have. Oh my God. Yes, and so um and, and you know also she's like money for the family. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, and so in two thousand five, uh, it was the first se- episode of the first season premiere of season two because it was two episodes to talk about these two families yeah and so um so she infamously was very very religious yes got sent to a household that was very into astrology hypnosis things like the stars (laughs) and everything so she of course thought this family was of the devil dark-sided went nuts and then when she and like handled herself not incredibly but like when she got back home, that was when <laughs> she had the greatest meltdown in oh reality God. show history. Absolutely. Just, just absolutely went nuts. And of course, you have the famous quotes. She's not a Christian. 
I'm a God warrior in Jesus name. I pray. Yes. The dark um, sided. The dark. It's dark-sided. all dark side. It's all about the moons and the stars. Just if you have no ah. idea what I'm talking about, just YouTube, Go on YouTube. It, it. The whole episode's there. So she started dancing on Twitter because now she's like a gay ally. Isn't now she? she's the gays huge, rallied around of her. Of course they did. That was just so iconic. Of course. So last night, um, found her dancing video. Rewatched the two episodes mm. of her experiences on training spouses. Reality shows of the early 2000s, like nothing will compare because oh these gosh. were leg- these weren't like people who wanted to become famous. These weren't no. like beautiful people trying to be influencers. These were legitimate people that they found living in America yeah. who were just interesting. Yes, and so uh, so I watched you know obviously the whole ep- all, both episodes, and then I did more research on her, mm. and I did the research because. Uh, Last Pride, June 2019, she was in New York City's Pride Parade. Was she really? Yes, and there was wow. a viral video of her like dancing in the Pride Parade and everything. And I had, you know, known about this, and so I wanted to read more about that and mm-hmm. how she sort of made the turnaround to being, you know, more accepting and open-minded and everything. Yeah. And I had known a co- like several years ago because I watch clips of her breakdown like every couple of years. I'm like, <laughs> let me see. I want to watch this. Again. Yeah, and I. I want to say in like 2010, I learned that her daughter, Ashley, died in a car accident. Oh, no. That's her daughter, old. Ashley, was a, um, she was 23 when the show was filmed, mm. and uh, she had a daughter herself. And um, oh, and I found out that in 2007, she died in a car accident. And so I had already you know known this. And, of course, it's like devastating. Yeah. Um, and so when I read articles about, you know, today, why she is such a huge gay ally. She gave this interview where she said, I, after my daughter died, I was in my bedroom for, you know, I would not leave my bedroom Mm. and no one would talk to me about it. Like no one wanted, everyone just wanted to, you know, talk about different things, wanted to pretend like it didn't happen. And she's like, but when it happened in 2007, Mm. I got so many letters and cards and flowers from gay men saying how much they loved me and how sad they were to hear about um, Ashley. Mm. And she's like, and I can't believe that these people who, you know, they could easily assume I was not on their side were just rallying for me. And they were eager to talk to me about this thing that happened as opposed to other people who were like just ignoring it. Wow. Um, And so then she said that, when she was in New York city in the summer of 2019, uh, she was coming out of church and a bunch of gay guys, um, came up to her and talked about how much, you know, they loved her and everything. And, and the, she's like the first thing they all said was, I'm so sorry to hear about Ashley. Mm. And she's like, and the fact that 12 years later, these fans are still like, expressing their love towards my daughter right. and towards me and like showing that they actually pay attention and care. Like it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, that's why throughout the years, every time I see like, you know, a gay fan, like I'm just so, you know, I, I'm just like, Oh my God, this community is just so wonderful. Oh, and inviting. Wow. So I was just like, Oh, this that's, is giving me a moment. Gonna I'm going to talk about this. On that's the very moving. I know. Isn't that moving? It's surprisingly yeah. moving. And she's like, and you know, I still consider myself a God warrior, but like, I'm just like, I know that, you know, everyone has different beliefs yeah. and, and I, I want to be a warrior for all different beliefs and everything. And, and, and she says that she's like working with producers now on like a new reality show. Really? Like that has her, that puts her in like, uncomfortable situations for her <laughs> and I'm like this is what we need that is what the people in need. these times oh my god please hurry yes. it I mean I guess I can't be filming right now but if you have any clips you could release to us during this quarantine yes, 
time. That would be is, lovely. Yes, if you started filming and there is footage, like we want to see it. Yes. Because like, what an icon. I like, mean. that's the great thing about the gays. Like, <laughs> they just love a woman who will stand up for what she believes right. in. Doesn't matter what it is. I know. It's just it's like, just like she, she's in her power. Yes. And like, not a lot of people, you know, male, female or otherwise could just be as vocal and as like this is yes. my point of view and I will express it. And I don't want to yes. be nice or pretty or sweet I, about it. I'm not I'm screaming. I like and these are my feelings. I'm giving you moments yes. and yeah and it's you're just screaming at the TV like yes you are a god warrior. <laughs> I'm a god warrior too. There you go. Like, what a legend. Yeah. legend so it's so just that was just a wonderful heartwarming moment. Oh, that's you know, so sweet. I whenever I think about her I do always get sad. I'm like oh I heard that her daughter's eyes. I didn't know that until just now. I know when her daughter was so sweet really like in that that was episodes of training mm. spouses like just the kindest person mm. yeah and so when i found that out that was very upsetting but That's you know horrible she it seems like she's living her life and she and she can laugh about it like she's yeah. having a good time like so support marguerite her. yes support marguerite we love, her. we love her um so my giving i have two sorry okay. i don't mean to be that guy but the first i feel like i'm sorry to keep talking about my computer but what else am i dealing with besides my computer and the monitor but i decided this weekend i have not upgraded my computer for a multitude of reasons i haven't upgraded the operating system on my mac for a long time i was on like 10.9.5 like snow leopard or something uh-huh. and so i decided on saturday i was like you know what I'm worried about some of my programs like Pro Tools, which I have. And it's like once you upgrade, you have to buy a whole nother six hundred dollar piece of software. Just like truly kill me. Um, But I want to upgrade to the latest operating system. I tried to do that. And I was like, "Ooh, your computer is actually from fall 2011. So it's you can't. (laughs) (laughs) So I had I looked up to see like the latest version of the operating system that my computer could run. And it was High Sierra. And uh, so I had to go online and find a version of that to download. I upgraded my Took, obviously took a backup of my computer just in case this was a flop. Mm-hmm. But I upgraded my computer to uh, High Sierra and I must say the things that I have been missing on my old computer, I was not able to stream Netflix or Hulu. Mm-hmm. On my old computer, I could not um, like the text messages I'm getting, they were all jumbled. They, I couldn't text a group. I couldn't react to a, a text message like ha ha from my computer. Text reaction. I love text reactions. I love text reactions. I hate text reactions. Why? It's like I don't have to respond to this. Ha ha. I, I, <laughs> If it's not worth responding to, I'm just not going to respond. I love a ha I love a ha ha. No, I because love then when love. you're in a group text with an Android, it <laughs> well, gets sent as a text. Who's in a group text with an Android? I'm in two. Well, that is a you problem. I don't know that I'm in a group text Ooh, with Oh, this Apple week Android. we all, in my high school group text, we all dragged Libby. Because <laughs> we were like, Libby. If you don't leave Libby alone, she's a fucking queen and we you're like, always shitting on her. We were like, Libby, I'm sorry, but like, you need to get an iPhone now. Because like now that like all our socializing, all are now all our socializing. Is Look, this group text message? I want, I want her to get that too. But Libby is living and breathing and living her truth, and I like I stand Libby so hard, and you are always tearing Libby's, her down. Libby's the best. Okay? She is the best, and that's why we want her to be better. And to get an iPhone. <laughs> oh that way, God. whenever whenever Eileen, because Eileen likes every single text message, and it all just gets get him, Eileen. As full text message, like Eileen liked this, I Eileen love liked this, and it's just like here comes Eileen. <laughs> but now I can stream videos. I can talk to Siri through my computer and my Pro Tools still works. My Final Cut Pro still works. It doesn't work. Like I have to kind of go in a back way to get it to boot up, but it will. That's what I have to do, yeah. And it's like, mm. mm-hmm. uh, But, and my Logic Pro, I don't know if it would still work, but I upgraded to Logic Pro X because of the coronavirus. Uh, 
Apple is giving 90 day free trials of Logic Pro X and the latest Final Cut Pro. So if you want to try the new Final Cut Pro on your computer, you could go download it now and you'd have it free for 90 days, which is very cool. Because I think the the normal free trial is 30 days. And uh, since it's Corona time, they're like, hey, we get it for 90 days. That was on Friday. So some content. (laughs) Exactly. I'm excited to start making content on the Logic Pro X. And I'm just excited to get with the times a little bit. I'm I'm taking baby steps because, again, the goal for the year is to get a new laptop. (laughs) And we're on our way. It's all Mm -hmm. happening. But until we get there, I feel like this operating system upgrade, which has moved me into like 2015 or something. That's great. (laughs) It's really a year. I feel like we've moved so far from 2011 and I feel great. I just feel like (laughs) I'm really moving forward on a computer level. And that's exciting for me. The second thing I want us to point out is there is a uh, obviously we need a lot of content to consume during these times. Mm -hmm. And there's a new Bravo show that I think we're four episodes into. It's called Family Karma. It is about families of uh, Indian kids, but also like immigrants who were like first generation immigrants and then their kids who are kind of more American, but also Indian American, of course. Okay. And they all have moved to uh, Florida. I think Boca. I'm not positive exactly where they are living, but it is not just about the kids. It's not just about the parents. It's about all of them. And it is so, so good. It's almost wholesome. Like, but like the big conflict of this is there is a couple um, who's I, I can't remember their names. I think the, the girl's name is Risha. I forget what the guy's name is. He's a little annoying, but uh, Risha's mom, Lopa, hates her fucking fiance. (laughs) Like Lopa and Lopa doesn't live in Florida, but she'll like come visit. She came visit for this one big party, sat next to Brian's dad. And also Brian is so hot, (laughs) which like you should watch that for that reason. But sat next to Brian's dad and was like, I wanted her to to get engaged to an Indian guy. And she finds this fucking moron, the village idiot to get engaged (laughs) to. And they're interviewing like, they're not interviewing Lopa because again, she's not a main cast member, but they're interviewing the fiance's mom. Mm -hmm. And she's, and they're just like, so did you hear what Lopa said? to Brian's dad about your son and she's like nope I didn't hear it it's not my business and I don't want to hear about it or talk about it so I we won't need to discuss it but it's like sweetie it was filmed and people are going to see her calling him a moron on television and at the end of the first episode the his mom the the fiance guy's mom uh was just like I don't want to keep doing these interviews if we're going to keep talking about her. I feel like crying right now and I don't want to do that. So we have to think about something else to talk about in these interviews. And I'm like, yes, we're breaking the fourth wall in episode one. I just, there's so much else going on. There's a gay guy who's there and kind of stirring things up. There is a, a beautiful young lady, Monica, who Brian and Monica kind of have a like on and off thing with each other. Like one time Monica liked Brian and Brian didn't like her, but now Brian likes Monica and Monica's like, you sleep with so many people. I will not take you. But, <laughs> It's just I just think it's like wholesome, but still interesting and dramatic. And I love warming. Almost wholesome is my favorite. And brand. that's what this is. I, I feel that. like, you know what? We all know I've loved Vanderpump Rules for my lifetime, but I feel like it's getting a little stale. And I worry about Housewives of New York without Bethany, even though it's coming back next week. Atlanta's getting good, but it took like eight episodes for it to get good. Potomac's coming back and that trailer looks amazing. But until Potomac comes back, a surefire thing we all should be watching is Family Karma because it is so interesting and so good. And there's just drama across the generations. It's almost wholesome. There's this 40-year-old, there's this 40-year-old girl named Bali, I believe, who is mm-hmm. just like, 
uh, what they call all of their parents and their parents' friends their aunties and uncles, even though they're not related. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I guess Bali's officially an auntie, but she's so hot. She's just one of us. Oh my god, <laughs> I like, love. Yes. Is there? I want there to be like a like a nasty grandma who just like sits there, um, and just like spouts off like one sentence an episode. I think the grandparents are seem to be pretty nice. There's a grandpa who like does like the, one of the daughters is like, I think I'm gonna freeze my eggs, and he's just like, you're making eggs. Like I don't understand. <laughs> so there's some funniness there, but I feel like the I feel like low. Uh, uh, Risha's mom, who doesn't even live in Boca with them, is the is the villain you're looking for. All right. <laughs> she was she was like, oh, and I went to like, it was just it's just great. You just everyone just that. needs to watch the show. It's excellent. It's really giving me like a warm feeling while still being like dramatically fulfilled, and that's what I want in my reality TV. So, all right, Family Karma, watch it so it doesn't get canceled. I hate these one season wonders, and this is a great show. Yeah, especially if it's so good. Is it doing well ratings wise? I don't know. I haven't really looked into I mean, it. Yes, everything's doing well. I feel. Wise. Like, <laughs> I was gonna say. I feel like there's not much of an option. I feel like everything's doing okay. Yeah. Um, but is there anything else you'd like to tell the people before we stay say, inside? Say goodbye. Stay inside. That's what I want to say too. Stay inside. Yes. Consume some content. Yes. I don't know. Make something if you're a maker. Yes. And whatever you need to do to keep yourself happy and, you know, excited about life, even though we're going to be inside for at least yeah. another month. Be, care the, be careful of those elastic bands. Be so careful. I'm they're telling you, it's, it'll be here for days. They're like, closer to you than COVID. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I was I was a victim of the res- resistance. Yes. Band More people have COVID. those bands than have coronavirus. And a lot of people have coronavirus. <laughs> God. Well, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Paul Music. And it's Matt Steele. And at Two Gay Mats for both of us. Uh, go to patreon.com slash Two Gay Mats for extra bonus content. We just put up a uh, bonus podcast uh, review of the iconic album Come On Over by Shania Twain. And uh, we'll be back soon with more brand new Two Gay Mats podcasts. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.